Okay, this is Amy Uzunian, CEO of Mood Connect, and it is May 3rd, 2023, 5.45 p.m., and just a little bit ago, uh, Robert Scoble uh, agreed to have uh, do an interview with me for my podcast, Team Talk. Um, uh, and I'm not sure exactly what we're going to talk about because I, I didn't plan for this. He just said, uh, yeah, I'll do a, a podcast with, interview with you right now. And I, I had to look for my phone because my daughter took my phone. Then the phone was di- had died, so I'm charging it. And because I really did not think ahead of time the questions that I would ask Robert Scoble, I'm going to ask ChatGPT for to help me out <laughs> and see what it comes up with. So, um, right. Okay, and we're going to see what ChatGPT says <laughs> I mean all right okay we're gonna call we're gonna call Robert Scoble hello this is Robert hi Robert this is what's Amy yeah what's up <laughs> hi hello how are you how are you we're just in an autonomous car in the rain <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's raining? Yeah. Oh. We're on the freeway going home. Oh, okay. My, friends and my son's in the car with me. And so uh, take him to speech there. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, that's uh, quite a distance. Well, it's, it's much nicer in an autonomous car where you don't even have to pay attention too much. It's hard to be yeah. Yeah, they are you know, the San Quentin thing. That they do PR tours for journalists and uh, or influencers or whatever you call them. People yeah. in the large markets now. Right? Oh, okay. And I was on one of those tours. But the warden made us sign a letter saying they wouldn't trade us for trade anything for our lives. So if they <laughs> had taken hostage inside and they threatened our lives They'd be like, whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wild. So was that you and your son? That's going to lead to the best possible outcome because at least they are. They know they're not going to get a, a million dollars by grabbing you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and where did you tour? In the Inside the prison. They gave us a full tour they, there was oh oh inside oh, okay 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 i thought you meant like around the grounds on the outside but it's inside no, no, no. oh no, they took it inside yeah yeah four of the top prison gangs started in the yard there <laughs> so oh my goodness <laughs> oh wow and and what was it like well that, the tie to the drug stuff that you were talking about was this kid uh well, now, 35 years ago, killed his sister because his sister flushed all his drugs down the toilet. Yeah. 
And so now a kid goes from being a kid to being a murderer. Right. And being in prison for 40 years over drugs. Right. And, you know, and the, the thought that comes to my mind is like, was that kid a born murderer or was that, did that kid... Uh, have such a warped mind perhaps because of the drugs, right? Um, yeah. You know, and the idea that these drugs, they were created in labs um, and they're, you know, I mean, they're, they're clearly, like, they're created, you know, now by, like, pharmaceutical companies now, right? Um, yeah. And, and, uh, and sure, you know, regulation is needed for uh, for for things. I guess. I mean, but but what comes, well, you know? So, so last year, I sat next to a AI safety researcher yeah. who works for for Dustin Moskovitz, right? Uh huh. And he's really the top twenty in the world at at doing this kind of research. He's a brilliant mathematician, and we just happened to sit next to each other for ten hours. Okay. And so he, he laid out that there is a real problem. And it, he explained this way. Um, the AI is already beating surgeons at finding tumors inside lung cancer scans. And a surgeon is among the most trained human being we have. And right. it's already losing to the AI. So how many more improvements to the AI do you need before it does every job better? Not many. And when it gets to that level, do they, does the AI decide it doesn't need us anymore? <laughs> you know, three of them down the road. The problem is it's like, I don't know, some years down the road. How, but how far down the road do you really think that it can become? Always. And the, the other problem is if you feed that into ChatGPT and ask it to write a movie script, it does, and it tells you how to save the values. How to save human beings. <laughs> so that's why I know that the AI has the answers to even this problem, right? But, you know, if you're it, working with AI, it'll help you get figure out all problems over time. Right. But here's the thing. Like, it only does that if you relinquish your power and control with it. You know, I mean, it only is going to do... What we to. I, I've already told it on my mental illnesses. I've already, I mean, eventually it will hook up to your everything, to every computer in your life, right? So, see, uh, see, there's only truly, truly, as far as I can see, the, the danger. Science fiction becomes truthful in a year, you know? <laughs> see, Robert, Robert, um, truly, as far as I can see, with what you just said, though. Um, like really cybersecurity is more the issue then, right? Like, because you're feeding a lot of your personal information, your data, it's data. I mean, that's what AI really is. It's a, a collection of data. And yeah, now, now it understands language so it can read data in really quickly. And right. Understand. Yeah. And that's, that's what, I mean, it wrote a tweet for me today, a, a promotional tweet, but it was pretty good. Right. Because right. <laughs> I give it my data, I give it my writing for yeah. free. Yeah. I didn't pay seventy five dollars for my white paper. I just copied and pasted it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so you know it knows everything in the paper. Right. Did I check the terms of service? Uh huh. 
I mean, it's it's so that that is very true. I figure out every fucking thing about human beings, and that, that's the fear. In the meantime, it's going to help us in a lot of ways. I think that is where I'm on the optimistic side. I, yeah, okay. So everybody just got a nuclear weapon trigger in their finger. You know, most people don't want to pull it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, honestly, as far as I've seen, mostly people want to do cool things that save time and money with AI. They're not trying to figure out how to build something that's going to blow up the world, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, even the most dangerous people (laughs) in the world... Um, the, re- the real problem is the one I laid out is that, is that open AI could, could become a real monopoly in this world real quick. They, I'm seeing that everywhere. Everybody's building on top of GPT. Everybody. So yeah, it, in such a world, it, open AI becomes a monopoly really quick. And monopolies always behave evil. Oh, so then that's why Apple, Google, and... Twitter CEOs hey, are all like, whoa, 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 open AI is going to kill us. They're all trying to slow down open AI because it's <laughs> <a monopoly>. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. This is the existential threat they're all talking about. It's like, <laughs> you're not thinking about, you know. <laughs> Sam Altman becomes God. <laughs> yeah, because he's going to have all the fucking money. <laughs> Or his descendants, like, no, it'll take, a, it'll take a few years for this to play out. But, um, no, but you know what? And, um, and, and when do they teach you at Stanford Business School how to get a monopoly? Why do they teach you that? Because where, where do you think Stanford Business School came from? They came from Leland Stanford's money. And where did Leland Stanford get his money? By being a dick with a monopoly. <laughs> right? Yes. He killed thousands of Chinese building his fucking railroad, and he didn't invite them to the final party. Robert, are you... That's how Silicon Valley started. <laughs> okay, right? all right, all right. You can tell about how Silicon Valley really started. It started yeah. with the Transcontinental Railroad, which is a monopoly market as hard as it could. Yeah. No, it's right? true. They wrote... Yeah. How, how evil they were. So, but do, I mean, you know, does Sam Altman strike you as a really evil person who is going to, you know, destroy no, the world or something? Or I, it doesn't strike me that way. Probably Leland Stanford didn't strike me that way either if I lived 150 or whatever it was, 150 years ago, right? I'm sure he was the educated, he, he took parties for all the rich people every night, you know? Just like all these guys do, they're probably very personable. He convinced Congress to give him money for his railroad, so he had to go and pitch people. He's he was the Sam Altman of the day. Right, right, okay. I don't know if this guy's gonna turn evil, and even if he doesn't turn evil, he's gonna be replaced by somebody someday. Yeah. I mean, you uh, know, I mean, do you think that it's because I mean, like these guys, like, these guys are like, whoa, 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 this guy is too evil. He's too powerful. We need the power to be dispersed. <laughs> Here's one thing I was thinking about. We should force them to uh, do a public auction of OpenAI Corporation and give let the public uh, participate in the largesse of this company. 
this company is going to make a fuckload of profit. Yeah. But do you think that, do you you think they're going to have any competitors? I mean, like they got, I mean, something, somebody's got to come along, right? No. No? People are building companies on top of this thing already. What you, is Khan Academy going to take away, you know, and, and rip his coat out and go over to somebody else? No. I mean, maybe if something else comes along that's like 20 times better, you know? I mean, I'm sure Which, there's if something possible. It's possible, you know, to, to come along. But I, I don't see it. And I'm looking, right? Tesla, I mean, Elon Musk is building one. We'll see. You know, but, um, and Google should win all arguments because they have all the data. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So Google someday might save the day and come along with something that's pretty good. But the problem is by then everybody's built on top of OpenAI. It's over. Right? Yeah. Hmm. It's a, it's a real problem, but I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> if Sam Altman is the new king and he has all the money, I guess that's the new game. All right, Sam, how do we get you to spend some, some money on everybody, you know? Um, and that's maybe something we should talk about. AI should be taxed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And so that's, I think that's the power move. That's going to be the power move, see? Like, you know, oh, we we got to tax companies to use AI now, right? And what will that mean? If they're they're doing what's coming, which is everything, right? These, These engines are going to drive everything. Yeah. So if yeah. you're gonna drive everything, you gotta be taxed. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 to avoid monopoly. Income and all the shit people want to do, right? Uh, you know, to try to equalize things. Yes. It's not just they're gonna have a monopoly over everything. If they're gonna have right? a tech monopoly. They're gonna have like yeah, ownership kind of monopoly with over everything. I know yeah. people who are building AIs for scrap yards, right? For for car dealerships, for psychologists. I mean, everything is gonna be built on top of this AI engine, and it, it's just gonna suck a lot of money away from the economy. Mm, I mean, you know what? Possibly, but... I know what things to do next, right? It can tell Sam Altman what to do. It's like, okay, take over this part of the industry. <laughs> Robert, oh man. No, no, no. Here, listen, all right. ChatGPT or OpenAI, it has an, a very intelligent AI that can do a lot, but it doesn't do everything. Right. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. But it, here's what it the the bleeding edge AI learns by itself now, right? So how long will it be before it does everything? I mean, it only does really what we're prompting it to look for, right? I mean, because it just it digs for the information that we ask for it to look for. That's not really true anymore. They can be prompted by your actions, your eyes, your mouth. Really? Your, uh, your, yes. Oh, okay. 
Yes. Do not think you only talk to this thing in English. It understands all. Once it turns on multimodal, it understands all fucking sensors. So wait a minute, but I mean, what, um, uh, uh, when is it doing things prompted by our actions? Yeah, because once it has access to the microphone, for instance, it can listen to you. Well, yeah, but I mean, if I'm not... It just start listening to you. I mean, but, no, but I, I don't... Listening to you. As an assistant, <laughs> you're going to leave it on all day long. It is that fucking amazing and that fucking good. Okay. No, I mean, I can understand what you're saying. Like, people who have Alexas and... Uh, way beyond Alexa. It's way fucking better than Alexa. Okay. It's not even in the, it shocked the founders of Siri so badly, they all commented on it on video. This is a fucking next-level machine that people have not figured out what it has. It has everything. Okay. Psychology notes. Highly scientific psychology notes. And it's accurate at doing this. Yeah. It has every fucking thing to learn every fucking thing. Fast. Like fast in the next year. So That's what people are figuring out, that this thing can learn really quick. And it already knows pretty much everything. So what does it need to learn anymore? Do you, I mean, so what What do you think then that we can do, really, uh, if, you know, if, if this start, can... Start forcing OpenAI to share the wealth with everybody. But, That's but really, is, is wealth the, um, the, yes. the problem? Yes. Yes. But, but isn't it more of, like, what you do with money that, that is the problem? These things are going to take away businesses from people. You don't understand. These things are going to be so good at running things that they're going to move in and run them and take them away from you, I bet. But hold on a second. Um, Robert, what if OpenAI becomes just as common as electricity? Yes. And what if that happens? They well, I mean, I don't know. Was was everybody freaking out about Edison becoming the richest man in the world? Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? They were all like, "Oh my God, we have to disperse the wealth because otherwise Edison is just going to become the most richest man in the world." No, they weren't doing that. <laughs> There'll be three or four competitors, but they're going to between the three and four competitors, they literally are going to end up with everything. They're going to buy up everything profitable real quick. Why do you think the Chinese flew a sensor array over our farmland? Mm, um, I don't know. They're looking at what to buy. What is profitable to buy? Hmm. And the AI, the open AI knows what's profitable to buy. It does strategy really fucking amazingly. Yeah. I asked them to create a Google and Apple partnership and it fucking did pretty good. And I, I was a strategist at Microsoft, right? Better than any of my friends or family can do. Wow. Right? So soon it's going to understand what to buy up in society, and they're going to, the people who run, you know, who have access to this are going to buy everything up. They yeah. already are. Bill Gates already bought Iowa farmland, 
uh, John Deere Tractor Company, the company that makes the McDonald's French fries, right? The rich people are buying everything. Hmm. They are. And, and the AI is going to help them optimize everything to make it hyper profitable. Right, right. So to to make maybe even so, make it so that that you have to like pay an admission fee to get into the grocery store. I. <laughs> like I mean, you know. Do you have any money to buy the groceries? That's the real <laughs> yeah. problem. In an Amazon Go store, they don't even let you in the store unless you have the Amazon app and assume that you have good credit, right? the <laughs> store, <laughs> I'm sure your credit score goes down. <laughs> oh God! App just turned off, right? Oh, you keep ripping the store off. You're not welcome here, no more. <laughs> Oh my God, that'd be crazy. Like if you have to have an NFT to get into like, you know, anything, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He knows every fucking thing about me. So if I yeah. Yeah. Know. We got to turn on tracking, tracking at all times. People used to be scared of the Chinese social score system. Open AI just tells you what my reputation is. Yeah, you know, like the good and the bad. You can ask it even, and this is a good prompt for all, for a lot of things. Um, tell it to show you all points of view on something, and it will. Wait a minute. Wait, asking ChatGPT to show me all points of me, like of what? You. Like no, of you. All points of view on you. Oh, on me. Oh, okay, on you and me. Well, you know, yeah, um, let me see. I, I needed to look up mine. Okay. Yeah, no, no, not famous enough. <laughs> uh, no, no, it doesn't know me. It, um, it said, uh, I, I do not have access to a comprehensive list of opinions or viewpoints on Amy Ozunian. It is important to consider that individuals' opinions on a person can vary greatly depending on their personal experiences and interactions with that person. Additionally, without more context about who Amy Ozunian is, it is difficult to provide a response. If you can provide more information, I may be able to assist you better. Yeah. Thank you, ChatGPT. Um, well, I... Yeah, I mean, so, okay, so, so data and information and the fact that um, this AI, it does have the capability now to, to know how it could do some Learn. serious damage. Well, right now it's just about learning. Right. It wants to learn. And now it has a good basis for learning because it understands our language. It could be listening right now. Okay, right? okay. So, Conversation but, wide, right? I feel like... And it would understand what we're saying to each mm -hmm. other. It would understand a lot about each other, right? Yeah. I feel like your, your issue, though, the issue that you're bringing up or that, like, maybe Elon or Steve or, you know, this other Google guy uh, had brought up, um, is that... Like, is the problem that the AI is going to take over the world or is the problem that Sam Altman's going to be rich enough to take over the world? Like, which one is it, really? I'm more worried about the human being in the mix. About Sam Altman? Yeah. That kind of power. The reason monopolies always go evil 
is when they um, are are expected to make more and more profit every quarter, they start doing things to hurt every everyday people. Right? But you they really, the I mean, it's the, but, um, but I mean, do you really think that he's gonna like be a? I don't know. I mean, yes, yes. Well, and I mean, everybody when they're faced with this problem turns evil. Well, but I mean, but does Elon Musk money. like like? It, it, but but are all these guys are they admitting are are they admitting to the fact that they know what money does to to people like like Elon and Steve yes. and like yes. They have coaches and people who tell them, here's what Tony Shea did, right? Tony Shea lit himself on fire. Why? How do you avoid doing that? <laughs> right? so Elon pays a guy <laughs> who tells him how to you know, not gotta, light himself yeah. ablaze. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and if you're a billionaire, you hire people who will tell you. You know, and, and challenge you and, and tell you you're fucking up your life, oh. right? Tony didn't. Tony had people kissing his ass all day long. And then he lit himself on fire? He did. He, he got addicted to drugs and uh, was doing drugs in a shed and with a bunch of candles around him and something got lit on fire and he inhaled smoke and he was dead two weeks later. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Yeah. You give me yeah. a ride to barbecue place in his RV. He's a sweet, sweet dear man, and he built one of the best companies I'd ever seen. And he wrote a book on happiness. Wow! So he, who you know who studies happiness has a great company, understands people. It shows anybody can go south, right? Right. That's right. I'm not worried about Sam today. I'm worried about you know what does he do in, tomorrow when he gets dementia. Or, you know, and then somebody new comes along. Do I, do I know who the new person is? Yeah. I mean, you know what? Yeah. Taxing AI, I guess, would prevent Sam from taking over the world, right? Um, but then, but I just kind of wonder if it would prevent small companies. To, share, uh, to sell a good percentage of his shares to the public and let the public participate in what's coming because yeah. that'll be a retardant at some level but that'll turn it evil too right it's real the real problem is we need competitor to this so now i'm looking for competitor um who's who's gonna be somebody who can come along and compete elon's the only one i see um google well, could they have all the tools they have the biggest ai team and they have the most data but they they're fucked up by their business, uh, by their customer advertising. Well, like, what exactly is Elon doing? Um, I mean, he—I know he has the boring company. He has Twitter uh, and Tesla, Tesla, SpaceX. SpaceX. Um, um, what else? Uh, Starlink. Starlink. And yeah. a lot of pieces to be really interesting, right? Yeah. I, and he needs a training. He needs enough other data to train his LLM like Chat GPT. But um, you know, he's already. T if he's starting today, I mean, if he started, you know, a few months ago, it, it's going to be years before he comes out with something. 
if he's been working on this the whole time, which I expect he has been, then we'll see something next year from him. But um, hmm. he needs he needs a a few more things or partnerships. You know, I I keep hearing like Stability is doing some sort of deal with like Internet Archive because they have a lot of books and stuff, right? Right. So they could use that as a training set to, to train the model, right, that understands language. Once it understands language, then you can start training it on other things. And if you build, build it a little bit better than OpenAI, it'll learn at a faster rate. But the problem is OpenAI has the brilliant people. This is why Elon was so hurt by Andridge going to OpenAI, because every brilliant person who goes to OpenAI gives them another lead. Right. I mean, because there are data scientists that are building AI models to do various things using open AI. And they need more models to do to keep check on the first model. Like they need a validation model that validates all the answers and fixes any incorrect answer it finds. Right. Right. The, the, the GPT can sort of do that internally inside its own model because it. Uh, a guy in Austin uh, told me he has GPT spitting out answers and then pulling them back into the model and rating their own an- its own answer. And it's it's pretty good at that. Right. So Twitter could build a, build a validator that validates everything else because um, it has a lot of facts and a lot of people who are original sources for things. So it could validate a lot of things in this data. Sure. Sure, but it could also validate things with false information too, and, and that can get a little confusing. The chances that the chances that two databases are that far apart, and and it, it doesn't just validate one piece of data; it validates the whole tree of information. Right. Like who sent it? Who else responded to it? Was there another source for it? Right? It, it can see all of that. Computers are really good at seeing shit like that. Humans are not. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I mean, I, I saw that in Swarm AI and how it could kind of basically determine what would, what would be the consensus. Yeah. Just based on the, the actions that people were doing, they were like, the AI was like, Okay, you know what? We can forget about some of these other people and what their decision's going to be because they're the minority, and so we're going to show you what, like, what where people are going to, like, what people are going to decide. Yeah. Um, and that was just purely an AI performing that, you know, decision making for, you know, for the the consensus. But, um, you know, is your car ride? <laughs> Um, like, uh, almost uh, over, I guess, or? No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, one thing I wanted to ask you is, do you think that there's a danger in AI, uh, starting to understand human emotions? Yeah, there's a different one, which is that you can manipulate human emotions and addict people to things and, and get people to change behavior over time mm. or systems like right. ai studying human nature and like it, in our it, patterns it can, it can lead you along a little path and it can change your belief over time mm. 
Yeah, or get, uh, well, here's one. It's just crude. Um, I saw 6,000 people chasing a Pokemon across uh, New York Central Park on their phones, right? Yeah. So what if it's fun like that? Yeah, getting people to go to places. Or just, no, I'm talking about changing their minds. What if yeah. it turns into a game where you play the game and go along? And all of a sudden, you're changing your belief system, your political system, right. Your, right? Your religion, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. You're changing from Jack in the Box to McDonald's or changing from Pepsi to Coke. I mean, right? Right. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, like, there could be religious groups that say, I want to build an AI that manipulates people into becoming like, I don't know, Jehovah Witness or something, right? It it, it is open AI. I mean, if you ask about alcoholism, if you start acting like I'm I'm hitting bottom and I'm having a lot of trouble at work and at home, I'm alcohol because of my alcohol use, it'll start telling you what to do. And one of the answers is go to an AA meeting. Because the fourth step is you got to believe in a higher power. That brings a lot of people into churches. It's a good thing that you're going to church because they're not getting drunk every night, you know, and driving home drunk and killing your kids, right? But, um, yeah, it, it is leading people down a certain path, belief system, right? So, okay, so AI is dangerous because... I'm not saying it's dangerous, I'm just saying it's a, it's a potential problem. Right. Right? So we have to be aware of that and so that we can build defenses against the negative part of this right yeah it's no like it's car, true car kills 40,000 people will you put your seatbelt on right you yeah didn't used to in america the cars didn't come with seatbelt right yeah. until the 60s until ralph nader got everybody to put seatbelts in and spend a couple of dollars on the seatbelt yeah that's the true car company didn't want to do that before that all right, so potentially then what we, the, the information, the data that we share with AI or that open AI possesses, right? Um, yeah. I, like, I mean, should, should we just, I guess, I guess the question is, um, you know, what is at stake if we do put the brakes on it and do all this regulation? China could come in with its LLM and take over. But I mean, could I mean, how could it take over if we're all using OpenAI? What if it's better? What if it's the best? First of all, I, I am assuming I'm going to use both in my life if I live very much longer. Mm-hmm. My kids will use both. If they need to make anything, the Chinese know how to make things way better than we do. So yeah. they're going to store all of their knowledge about manufacturing in an LLM and train all of their all of their citizens how to make things. Right? So you're going to want their LLM to learn how to make things. Right. Yeah. Right? So now you have to have the open AI and the Chinese one if you want. If you want to make things at scale, you should check out the Chinese one for sure. Hmm. 
right? Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, you give them six more months. In six months, the Chinese LLM is going to take over? Look at how fast OpenAI happened. I mean, yeah. It, it took a few months. And everybody in the valley is building on it. Everybody. Not, not a single human being is not using this that I know at the high end. Yeah. Right? In just well, a few months. Yeah. So everybody else hasn't even heard about it yet. Okay, fine. But that that's not what moves economies and systems. And everybody will catch up real quick anyways. Oh, it's yeah, no, I know. Faster than Instagram did. And Instagram only took a couple of years. Right? This has way more utility than Instagram. Yeah. So everybody who sees it is going to try it. Everybody who tries it is going to learn to talk to it. Everybody who learns to talk to it is going to tell somebody else about it. Yeah. But you know what? That's what happened with Google. Google became yeah. like the monolith, right? Yeah, and there was no Twitter or Facebook or YouTube back when Google started. There was just my blog. Right. <laughs> That's how you found out about Google back then. Now right. But, but you know what, Robert... But Robert, you know what, when, when we all, you know, were experiencing the height of Google, did we think that at, at that time that, oh, there's never going to be anything bigger than Google, right? Yeah. Didn't you? I mean, didn't you think that at a certain time, like when people were all like, oh, you know, I, yeah, like I'm going to Google it, right? It became like, you know, I, just synonymous with that. internet. Because they came to our magazine and showed it to us <clears throat> uh, back in 1998. It took my dad three, two to three years before he could switch off all to Vista to Google, and I was bugging him every time I saw him. He's, <laughs> he's a PhD brilliant <laughs> dude, right? Who built microelectronics and radio. I know. I mean, you know what? I I uh, worked with a guy a few years. I don't know. It was like five years ago, and he was using Opera. It's like, yeah. stop it. <laughs> you know, doesn't matter. <laughs> but the older you get, the more you realize, no, it really doesn't matter too much. Because he's going to go to the same thing you are eventually. You know? Yeah. But I really, I feel like, um, like that's, that's what's happening right now. You know, I'm surprised that people didn't get crazy about Google when it came out. And what, when when they were, you know, really revolutionizing, uh, you know, search engine AI and, you know, and all of that, right? Uh, you know, I mean, there, were, there wasn't uh, regulations put in place, you know, like to prevent Google from getting to the, to the crazy, you know, heights that it, that it did. And there hasn't been very many regulations put in place to prevent billionaires. I mean, like really, Robert, why does there need to be billionaires? Uh, because. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like what could a person possibly, like, I mean, one human being, how could they possibly... You know, these people add so much value when they 
if they're a reward for changing the world, right? Um, there's advantages of having a lot of wealth in a few hands because that wealth can move fast. But mm. the problem is if those people just leave it in a bank account, it's rotting, right? Right. And, and it doesn't help anybody. If they deployed that capital to everybody and opened factories and opened shit up, right, um, and did things and spent that money, all of us are happy, right? Because that's how we get paid. We work for billionaires, basically. Right. Oh. Um, you know, like a Google, do you need a billionaire? Uh. You don't really, but... Yeah. It takes a completely different set of um, capitalists to get us to the place where we don't need a billionaire. <laughs> the real problem is the billionaires happen because they have a piece of a company that goes and gets worth $100 billion. And then all of a sudden they're a billionaire, right? Right. And worse, their kids are billionaires, right? And, and their kids after that are billionaires. I mean, we have people <laughs> are billionaires because their grandparents did something, right? Yeah. But, you know, that that also leads me to another thought is that the richer people are, the more other people have their hands in their money, kind of, in a way, right? Yep. Yeah, because, you know, 100,000 people are working for you. Right. In just one company, right? So. Like Amazon, how many? There's millions of people who work at Amazon, right? And millions if they just up and Amazon. walked out, right? Like everybody was like, "I'm, I'm, I'm never going, going back into my job at Amazon again," right? I mean, what would yeah. happen? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it's possible because I mean, they, they certainly would come no, up with ways. People to do anything, you can't. I can't even change myself. What? How am I supposed to motivate a million other people to go and? Jumping, you know, <laughs> and, and act in their against their own self-interest because they have a job which puts food on their table right so i'm asking them to go against like every sense they have to leave their job uh, good luck with that yeah <laughs> that's not gonna happen <laughs> oh right? yeah everyone has a price right Everyone has a value exchange, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, value exchange. Um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it really is kind of mind-boggling, though, how CEOs, they don't really value employees, though. I mean, as far as, like, what I've seen. I've no, seen... No, everybody knows that, right? <laughs> My wife works for VMware, and she's like, do not be... Uh, loyal to a company that will not be loyal to you and no no company can be loyal to you everybody in the valley knows you know the company does not give a fuck about you but why i mean like the people who are performing the actions like vmware where they for years believe behave like they cared about the employees new owner comes in new attitude you can't trust the the current management is going to stay with the current policies, right? Mm. And benefits and right and jobs. I mean, I you know, new owner comes in, fires people, doesn't care. Mm. Elon did it in a very public and messy way with Twitter. 
because he was making the point that I'm in and I'm in charge and anybody who doesn't like that gone and gone in a rude way <laughs> but it uh, well you know it was also very funny because didn't they like hire people to you know to Oh, yeah. act it's like they were walking out or something and like being uh, fired I, 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 there was so much noise I, I don't even know what was causing <laughs> all the noise yeah like oh. what was real and what was what was theater you know <laughs> like we don't know <laughs> yeah um but yeah I you know I, because I kind of I, I I feel like in better business practices an employer will I. Uh, see their employees as being real human beings, you know, and not, I, uh, you know, not, not, um, take it lightly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've laid people out. Business realities are there. I laid myself off. Let's start with that. Okay. That, that job sucked both ways. <laughs> How did you lay yourself off? Because I ran the books at a startup and I ran okay. out of cash. I okay. knew I was running out of cash. I tried to save it. I could, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, um, yeah, I mean, I, oh, I, I completely understand that, you know, like yeah, seeing as somebody is just. And reality changes, right? All of a sudden you have a bad quarter and you have no money. I mean, uh, Unity just laid off, eight, you know, some percent yesterday, the day before. Oh, God. Right, so reality is you got no money. You got, there's no choice in this matter. You got to cut back, right? Yeah, but then, you, but then, but then it's like, yeah, it's a brutal process if you're in that process. But do you yeah. think that if you take certain kind of measures to treat the existing employees really well, that they maybe improve their uh, their work productivity, and then that can increase the revenue for the company, possibly. On a good day, that's how we talk. Yes. <laughs> but but why can't that be a, like even a slight reality? All shit hits the fan. I I talked to a guy this morning who had a term sheet from a venture capitalist. The day that that bank blew up, the venture cap- capitalist told him, hey, I'm sorry, all deals are off. Right? Yeah. And It's nothing know, personal, right? Changes and all of a sudden, you know, people are forced into making decisions that they didn't plan on. Right? Yeah. And nobody plans on, oh, in 2024, we're going to play a lot of people off. Right? Yeah. No, you want to continue growing. You want to hire more people. Right. Because right? if things are going well, you've got job openings. You know, you can hire people. Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, a lot more fun than laying people off. Right. <laughs> but I mean, laid off. I mean, right. But I mean, do you think that, um, that finding ways to offer incentive, boost morale, whatever it is that people are really looking for um, when they're going into work, like really looking for. Um, I mean, do you think that that can be, I don't know, taken into account in any kind of way? I mean, it's like, I feel like 
a lot of CEOs, okay, like e- e- Elon Musk, for example, all right, he was reported to have, you know, said to his employees, like, imagine that you have a bomb strapped to your head, like, and just work harder and faster, you know, and it's like, I, I mean, is that really supposed to cause an employee to to feel like they want to do more for their boss, you know? <laughs> Like, if somebody said that to you, Robert, wouldn't you just be like, fuck you, man, I'm leaving? (laughs) How much training is there for human beings and management? You know, and how much oversight? You know, my wife had a a real ugly uh, manager and there was nothing to be done about it. Yeah. I'd, I'd leave the company, you know? And it destroys belief about companies, right? It destroys jobs and families, all sorts of shit. Yeah. Um, this is why I'm pushing for AI first. Okay. Okay. Because so, 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 he's wearing a pair of glasses, and the AI is telling him what to do, and he goes against the AI. Then it's on him. And and the AI will have proof. No, we told you, don't mistreat this employee like you were. And you continued. <laughs> right? Right. It's going to know that. It already parses every fucking sentence I make. It understands what I'm talking about. Right. So if I'm abusing somebody, if I'm using words against somebody else... It can step in and say, hey, that's inappropriate. And then you have to listen to the AI. Otherwise, the AI is going to go to your boss. Ooh. Because the AI is the boss. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's telling me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's going to be soon the boss for most of us, right? So, so do you think that, um, that sentiment analysis used in the workplace can be a very dangerous thing then. Man. Like what Mood Connect is building. <laughs> yeah, and the, the problem is everybody's going to be forced to use it because if you go to a board meeting and somebody has augmented reality glasses on with an AI, they're going to beat you every day. And how many days do they have to beat you before you get fired? Or before you get your own, like, AR glasses. I'm assuming you, you refuse, right? How many days can you go to work and say, I refuse to use a computer or an iPhone or a phone? Yeah. I mean, it, VMware makes it so that the employee has to buy their own phone because they know everybody is going to bring one to work because that's how you do business. If you don't have a phone, you don't get hired. You don't keep your job. You you know, you can be a weirdo. Go live in an Amish farm, right? Mm. But if you're going to be part of a modern business and you refuse to use a modern tool, fuck you. Get out. Okay. So being AI first, does that mean that you just want to completely understand everything that you possibly can about AI uh, before AI figures That's out, right. like, like, if I was, figures it out fa- faster than us. <laughs> if I was doing learning a new job, can you show me all points of view on this job? Right, teach me, teach me the whole thing, and let me choose what I need to learn. 
next, right? Um, well, does AI also tell us how we can make sure that it doesn't get out of control? Yeah, if you ask it. If you ask it, it's really detailed at that, actually, even today. Yeah. It, it has a whole set of things, you know, that... In fact, next thing, after this call, I'm going to start asking about monopolies. You know, okay, yeah. I've, I've identified a new fear. Uh, other people have this fear, by the way. I see it on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Right? So, um, but, you know... Uh, what, what would we do about a, a monopoly uh, company that owns AI and, and is forced to grow it every quarter by the capitalist system? So how do we keep it from going evil, particularly as it goes exponential, because it takes more and more and more and more until it takes it all. Right. It's like Amazon tried this. Uh, my friend makes uh, Scotty Vest. All right. Well, you know what? We, we should, we should, I think we should just ask it right now. Just ask OpenAI, how can, how can we prevent OpenAI from becoming a monopoly? Oh, I mean, it certainly knows. Um, okay, I. Mine. You want me to read you mine? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. So I asked it to uh, please respond to this tweet, and it said, "While it's natural to have concerns about the potential impact of AI, OpenAI is committing to committed to ensuring that AGI benefits all of humanity." Our mission includes safety research and fostering cooperation with other research institutions. Let's work together to shape a positive future. <laughs> okay. Um, that sounded a little bit too uh, optimistic. Um, all right. As an AI language model, I cannot provide definitive solution to prevent OpenAI from becoming a monopoly. However, here are some suggestions that could help promote competition and prevent monopolistic behavior. One, encourage the development of alternative AI research organizations, governments, and private institutions can support the development of alternative AI research organizations to compete with OpenAI. This would ensure that there are other sources of innovative AI technologies that can challenge OpenAI's dominance in the market. Um, and then the, and it goes on to, um, yeah, like uh, have collaborations between AI research organizations um, so that OpenAI, it doesn't have like dominance over everything, like over, I guess, the data. Um, support open source AI technologies, open source AI. Uh, well, I mean, open AI, I'm, I think is completely open source, right? Um, regulate AI research and development governments can regulate. Yeah. Um, some more regulation, uh, and encourage the development of decentralized AI networks, so, you know, I kind of wonder if DAO AI would become the next thing that would spring up out of this, like decentralized yeah, that's, groups. Yeah, that's one way, but the problem is OpenAI ha has everything, so... But, but um, 
but I mean, like we we really believed that Google was going to be like everything, and now it's getting slaughtered by OpenAI, right? So, um, so I'm sure that there is going to be something that is going to compete, and oftentimes it's the outliers that are able to see what the behemoth cannot. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I can understand why there's a lot of fear uh, around OpenAI becoming a monopoly, but I think the final point, decentralized AI networks... Yes. I believe that, that that probably is already happening. Because, listen, there there are things outside of OpenAI that probably have been happening. You know, back in, like, 2020, a friend of mine, he said, uh, he said to me, Amy, AI is an arms race right now. Yeah. Um, and, like, and, and I'm sure that there there are things that have been in the works, um, you know, like in other countries that's not even China, you know, um, uh, that is not being promoted right now. And so I, I would really think that, um, that if, that it could even become a competition between, um, you know, what is happening underground and government. Because it's like, oh, we, yeah, we got to slow this down because, um, because now there could be even underground stuff that we don't know about um, that's, that's going on, you know, in the background. Because, I mean, you know, there are lots of AI companies. Um. And yeah. yeah, well, the Chinese have a have a uh, weapon that can beat us. I learned that by hanging out with a bunch of billionaires. Oh yeah, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> so, yeah, there's all sorts of shit like that, you know. Was like chemical warfare or bi- uh, viral warfare, or they have a hypersonic missile that we can't our radar can't see until it's too late. Oh, so, short of it. And uh, so they're trying to put a sensor grid over uh, China to watch for this particular missile and take away the threat. But right now, it's we're unevenly matched. They're they're ahead of us. Mm. Yeah. Huh. A little fun fact can keep keep you from sleeping at night. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, I think that. When you get to a certain place where, um, where you've experienced like such levels of fear that you're like, you know, I, I, I mean, everything else that I was once afraid of just pales in comparison to this reality. And so, you know, and, and I've certainly been in those kinds of places. So I, you know, like what keep, I mean, nothing keeps me up at night actually, because it's, it's, you know, it's like. My mom used to, she, she joined a cult in Montana. Oh goodness. Really? What kind of cult? 
it was a religious cult, but they had nuclear fallout shelters because they believed humans were going to throw a nuclear war. And um, so they wanted to be the survivalist cult. Oh, God. Oh, wow. So they had like an underground shelter? Yeah. Oh, wow. And was that when you were alive or like? Oh, yeah. No. Okay. No, no, this was in 88 to 93, so. Oh, wow. And so you, did you live in a shelter? Um, No, I was out of this home by then. Okay, okay. When I I was in college. Oh, gosh. Is she okay now? No, no, she died a decade ago. Oh. For 30 years, you know, for 20 years, she thought nuclear war was coming, you know. And then then she would be like, and because because we're praying, it didn't happen today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you for saving us. Yeah, you know, it's like, how do you talk yourself out of that one? All right. (laughs) You know, I mean, I guess it gives you something really simple that you have to do. Right. Like, and, and, and the returns are, are so generous, right? Because it's like, you know, if, if all you have to do today is pray that the world is not going to come to an end, then you succeeded (laughs) and and you can feel good about yourself. Like, Oh, good. (laughs) I prevented the end of the world today. (laughs) And so isn't that, isn't that wonderful that like my good deeds of prayer, um, prevented that occurrence from happening? Well, you know, uh, so do you, uh, what, what, what kind of actions do you think, uh, can be taken to, you know, to prevent another open AI, you know, I mean, I guess like these regulations, uh, that we're talking about, or, you know, I mean, like, is, is this even really effective? Like, you know, these regulations. I mean, because I, I really, I do kind of wonder if it's just going to turn um, everyday well-meaning people into criminals. Yeah. You uh, know, like, at, like all other regulations end up undoing. I mean, I, you know, like as somebody who has an AI company, I don't want to wake up tomorrow and be like, oh shit, <laughs> I gotta like, <laughs> completely rework everything we're doing right now because of all these regulations or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, the the regulations will be aimed at keeping small fish out of the big sea, right? I guess so. Yeah, and Microsoft then... has eight eight hundred three lawyers, so they can figure their way through a bunch of regulations where a startup has no lawyers and has to pay seven hundred fifty an hour. I have one lawyer and, um, you know, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, he's, oh, he's a wonderful guy. He, he's, he's a a concert pianist and like very, very talented one too. Um, yeah, (laughs) but yeah, we have one, one lawyer and I try not to bother him, um, too much. So, cause you know, I mean, it is costly, right? Uh, Um, but yeah, so, I mean, you know, like that's, that's what I was basically saying was that it, it, yeah, I understand the value in regulation, but I also feel like it's a way to control money and prevent people who, who could do some really wonderful, do really great things, you know, with AI that 
a lot of a lot of these rich people like they wouldn't even consider doing they they wouldn't care to do you know yeah. um yeah because they're they're just very concerned with making money and it's yeah. and my, making money is great and yeah i mean i don't know Money is energy. If you're a CEO, you have to make money. Otherwise, uh, you get fired. (laughs) It's true. It's true. If I stop, if I stop making money, it's true. Like I, I can't, I can't be the CEO anymore. (laughs) Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so I think every day it's really a lot about decision making and, I kind of wonder if people will start to want AI to make decisions because it's becoming it's becoming overwhelmingly understood that society has a lot of difficulty now with deciding stuff on their own. So it's like, oh, I'm just going to let the let the universe decide for me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> Ask GPT what to do. It'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Tell you. I mean, it just responded to my uh, little rant, right? So I posted that. <laughs> oh, you posted the response that ChatGPT yeah, gave. Like, like OpenAI responds to my uh, to my nightmares. You know, GPT responds to my nightmare, and I posted the screenshot. <laughs> Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, you know, I wonder if you can create a bot extension that would just uh, have ChatGPT continuously have a thread conversation with you on Twitter. Yeah. Would you like that? (laughs) Oh, here's the thing. What about in uh, 20 years? Let's say I die in 10. What about 10 years after that? You're going to be talking to me. <laughs> I'm going to be tweeting. <laughs> You're not even going to notice I died. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it's it's pretty good, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, ChatGPT could maybe even try to replicate you and uh, and carry on your conversations for you long after you're gone. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my grandkids will be the only one who use it and just for entertainment. Let's talk to Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to Grandpa Scoble. <laughs> By the way, that's a, a whole movie script right there, you know? Oh, right. Yeah. You open up like in 2545, you know, on a family, and they're playing around with their glasses talking to Grandpa, and Grandpa's sitting there, you know. Digital grandpas sitting there and they're throwing food at them and shit. <laughs> yeah, or like, or a whole family. You keep track of this. this. This shit could turn into content. You just tell ChatGPT this scenario and it'll spit out a movie script for you. Yeah. Right? And, and what I'm seeing online is the AI artist will help you make a whole movie in 48 hours out of the script. <laughs> yeah that would it's be crazy. wild or even or even uh to see like an ar ai reality of uh you know of like a whole whole a whole universe 
I mean, it, you, we can really just, like, you know, pan out further and further and further out from, like, the realities of, that can be constructed in by, by this way, wild world. <laughs> I got it to describe a uh, human decomposing body from scientific points of view. Um, and that's the basis of the script, right? Like that could be opening scene of a like a s- serial killer movie or something. Yeah. Like that, right. Yeah. Like, having the fudge crawling around. Oh God, that'd be so creepy and terrible! Oh my God. I was on the set of Criminal Minds where I met the woman who wrote the script for Criminal Minds. And she said, and I said, "What's your job like?" She goes, "Well, I have to kill somebody every week." <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like fun. Yeah, it's very nice because she has to talk to the FBI and find out how they would think through a case, you know. So, and, so, so, Robert, I mean, do you just, like, talk to, do you just hang out with random people and go on adventures yeah. or something? Is that what you do? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Mostly around AI now. Everything has to have AI. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, I can, I can definitely understand that. Yeah, like wanting to understand all of that before it becomes out of control or whatever it, as a way of like harnessing it or figuring out ways to, uh, you know, have it work in the favor of all in the most yeah. po- peaceful possible way. Um, you know, I, yeah, so I can definitely understand that. see new things coming <laughs> I really just care about new things. <laughs> so show me the new things. The new things? <laughs> the new things. <laughs> That's what I've always wanted as a, as a kid. I always liked new things. But I, I built Apple II motherboards with my mom, so I fell in love with that. And it's like, I want to study these new things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, you know what? Like, I can, I can totally understand that. Just wanting to, uh, uh, yeah, wanting to get... It, like understand the shiny new thing and and there's always going to be new things beyond that and uh and i guess it kind of sparks some excitement for you right yeah yeah, yeah. that's cool i like that anyways I well, go. <laughs> yeah well thank you so much for talking with me robert um about like ai and uh and about you know, what you're, what you're doing and what you, you've done. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like I honestly, like I could go on talking with you forever, but I don't want to like, you know, take you away from all the amazing things that you do. Um, <laughs> uh, all yeah. Right. So I gotta go and figure out email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's great chatting with you, Robert. Um, and, Thanks. uh, yeah. Um, let's, uh, talk, Talk again sometime soon. <laughs>